0: So, how many times have you found yourself thinking, I could really do this? I could be that A team player. I could move up. I can be the best. But then something gets in the way and it doesn't happen. Well, that barrier might be your mindset. And that's what we're going to discover in today's podcast. Hello everybody, this is Trevor Lee and welcome to episode 141 of the Better Presentations More Sales podcast. I'm joined today by Umar Hamid. Umar is a mindset expert. He's an expert in changing human behavior and he's going to share with you on today's show some great ideas about how he can help you and your colleagues boost their mindset, be more confident and be more consistent in acting and delivering like what you might call an A player. He wants you to be awesomer in whatever you do. So let's get on to the show and get some great ideas from Umar. Okay, so Umar, welcome to the podcast. Great to have you on the show. Would you like to tell our audience a little bit about yourself, please? Hey, Trevor, thanks
1: for having me on the show. Uh, yeah, my reason for being is to help people break through their limitations so they become awesomer. <laughs> you know, it's so frustrating you've probably got friends that uh, you look at and colleagues and you go you know that person could be a rock star if only they would start doing this one thing or stop doing the other thing and you can see their greatness but they somehow can't and it's all about mindset and that's my mission is to teach people how to take charge of this most amazing thing we have mindset so they can live better lives
0: so I'm hoping then for you're going to share a few secrets in how to become awesomer. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Great stuff. Well, listen, it's it's really good to have you on the show. So um, tell us a little bit about, about your, you know, about about how you got into, you know, mindset and all that sort of stuff.
1: Yeah, I uh, used to be in Silicon Valley. I'm here in the states in Baltimore, Maryland, right now. But I used to be in Silicon Valley ran a consulting company where I would work with companies from Europe, from the US, from Asia. And one thing I noticed, no matter where in the world you went, there was a problem that was really difficult to solve. And it was that problem of, let's say in a sales team or a management team, let's pick sales for now. In a typical sales team, you've got a, a small percentage of people that are A players that walk on water and they do spectacular things. Then you've got some C players that shouldn't be there, but the vast majority of people do a good job the frustration is at least half of those people could be A players, but something was getting in the way, and the way companies addressed it was with more training, more coaching, more incentives, but not enough B players jumped over into the A column, and that's when I decided that's a problem worth fixing, and it's, it's everything about mindset, and that uh, became my mission as to how do we help people get better, and that's what I devoted my life
0: to. So, are you saying that to, to move into that A class or the awesome class, the A for awesome, I guess? So, um, um, it really is down to the way you think about things and your confidence in yourself and all that. Absolutely. Isn't?
1: Like you take a sales team, uh, they get the same training. And if you take a look at the A players and you take a look at the B players, you notice that they're pretty darn similar in terms of their expertise. But somehow the A players, Execute at a higher level, have more tenacity, don't give up, keep going. Just have this incredible mindset that allows them to outdistance themselves from the B players. And the B players, I mean, we couldn't run our companies without B players. But the frustration is if we can get more of those people to be A players, we would outthink and outpace the competition.
0: And Omar, do you think um, that those B players see themselves as A players, but not often enough. So in other words, I mean, we're all there, aren't we? We're all thinking, hey, I could really do this. And you get all revved up and you get the momentum. Then something else happens, gets in the way. Yeah. And, then you, and then you've lost that. You lost it and you're back to where you were.
1: So everybody's an A player and I'll, and I'll prove it. Think of when you were working you know, in companies before co- the time of COVID and someone's going on vacation. That week before they go on vacation, they are phenomenal. The amount of work <laughs> they get done, their productivity, they take care of everything. They do like three weeks worth of work in one week. Then they go on vacation and they come back and they go back to normal. So we know we're capable of it. The question is, how come we can't stay in that zone? And the reason we can't stay in that zone is when we wake up in the morning, we sometimes feel fantastic. Let me ask you, uh, have you ever had a day where you woke up and you just woke up and you just knew today's going to be a fantastic day?
0: Have Absolutely, you had one of
1: those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Have, yeah right? The only course, problem yeah. is uh, the people that are A players get a ton more of those days because they're deciding to make it happen. And the rest of us get, you know, maybe three, five, ten days a year where we accidentally show up in an awesomer state. <laughs> but what if you could do it purposefully? So uh, do you mind if I take you through an exercise to kind of prove to you Please
0: that? Please do. Let's, yeah, yeah. You're going to put me on the spot here now. I can sense it. <laughs> I am. So here we go. Uh,
1: Trevor, I'm going to get you in a moment. To figure out what your level of self-esteem is right now, because self-esteem is really important how we show up in life, right? So here's the scale: Uh, one would be super low self-esteem, that you know you can't wait for this interview to be over so you can crawl under your desk and weep softly, and 100 would be you can't wait till we end this episode so you can go in to the bathroom, look in the mirror, and go, "We're so beautiful." That's the scale, (laughs) 100 to one. If you ask within What's my level of self-esteem? What number comes up for you right now in this moment?
0: (laughs) Well, it's definitely not number one. And it's certainly not number 100, either. in in terms of going into the bathroom and looking in the mirror. That is not my style of things. But I would say somewhere in the early 80s, possibly. How about that?
1: Okay, so uh, let's say early 80s. So go on this thought experiment with me. And dear listeners, dear viewers, as you listen to this, go on this journey as well. So the first thing you need to do is to figure out what your level of self-esteem is on the scale that I shared and just write that down so you don't forget. And I'm going to guide Trevor, but I'm actually talking to you, dear listener. So Trevor, I want you to just imagine that uh, the BBC is going to do – a story about you and your friends say, you know, you better get ready for this interview. So you go in this room that's divided in two with a glass wall. And on one side of the room is a table, a chair, a tablet of paper, and you're sitting there and you start writing your accomplishments on that tablet of paper. And you go all the way back to when you were just, you know, maybe in kindergarten, doing those finger paintings that your parents thought were totally genius. (laughs) Things you were proud of in, in elementary school, in Sunday school, things you did for your family. Go to high school projects, summer jobs, college, work, what you did for your kids, what you do for your community. As you're writing your accomplishments, the essence of who you are, some people might call it soul or higher self, steps out of your body for a moment, goes through that glass wall. So you're standing on this side of the glass wall, watching yourself write your accomplishments on the other side of the room. And as you're standing there, Trevor, I want you to think about someone in your life that loves you deeply and values you highly. Think of someone real in your life, and it could be uh, a mentor, a spouse, a parent, one of your children. Do you have that person in mind for you?
0: Yeah, yeah, I do, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, so imagine they're standing right next to you, and since you're soul for a moment, step into their body, and see yourself on the other side of the room writing your accomplishments. See yourself through their loving eyes, and really get a good sense of how they see you. And since you're inside their body, listen to their thoughts, about you, how much they love you, how much they care about you. And then finally, since you're in the body, access the depths of their emotions for you. And when you do those three things, step out of their body, go through that glass wall and step back into where you're sitting right now, uh, listening to me, watching me. And when you step back inside, it changes things, right? And when you think about your self-esteem, that number's changed. What's that number looking like now?
0: Well, it's, it's pushing up towards 90 now, I think.
1: Isn't it? So just in that three minutes that we did this, I showed you a way to start taking charge of your mindset. So just imagine somebody that had a fight with their spouse and they got a really important meeting coming up. They need to be at their very best self. They can try and fake it if they're feeling a 60 out of 100. They could do this exercise. They'll just zap them up to an 80 or 90. They'll go into that meeting, do a phenomenal job. So that's been my life's mission is to teach people how to break through their barriers and also how to take charge of their mindset. And uh, that is my purpose for being. And when people experience stuff like that or get a breakthrough and they call me back, that's the wow in the work. When people say, you changed my life.
0: (laughs) That's tremendous. That's a great exercise. (laughs) So I hope all the listeners uh, did that. Uh, So, Umar, tell me, tell me about though, how do you deal with people who, um, who are, who are who don't want to be, you know, seem to be too arrogant even, or, or too pushy, or in terms of promoting themselves, but still aspire to, to have that high, high degree of self-esteem and still aspire to be an AE player, but without maybe some of the things that they think they need to do. I mean, is that, how do you deal with that?
1: So you'll be talking to someone and, uh, you'll see something like this. Uh, you know, Umar, uh, I don't want to be that pushy person that really promotes themselves. And they'll be talking with one hand. The gestures will be weak and the tone of voice will be weak. But, you know, to grow my business, I need to get out there and let people know (laughs) what I can do for them. And the tone of voice changes. The gestures, on the other hand, come up. They're more stronger. And when you see that, you know there's an internal conflict inside their psyche. And when you see that internal conflict, what's going on is one part of their psyche wants them to actually be humble, and another part wants them to be out there, and there's an internal battle going on that creates a lot of stress, and it stops forward movement. And so I was doing something similar to this with a CEO client of mine, because one of the problems CEOs have is this, is that, have you ever worked for a boss that finally made a decision to shut down a project or fire somebody, but when they did it, people were like, you know, why didn't you do it six months ago? Have you ever seen that?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I've been there myself. So, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: So, the reason it happens is a lot of CEOs uh, know what to do, but they have a need to be liked. And it's the same thing, that internal conflict. And so, once we resolve that conflict, this person can start executing immediately. So, they don't turn into a a, a complete bastard and just like sack everybody. But they actually make the decisions that are best for the company. And they do it now and don't hold back. And the same thing for that person who feels like, you know, I don't want to be like an egomaniac, but I need to promote myself. We resolve that conflict. When we resolve it, they just show up in a more powerful way. And there is no more angst. There is no more stress. They're just executing. So let me give you an example of what that looks like. This is something slightly different. I was uh, doing a keynote speech, and this gentleman came up to me afterwards and said, Umar, I've got this issue. Uh, I'm the number one salesperson in my company. And I'm making a lot of cash. And that did, this didn't sound like an issue to me. But he said, the issue is this, is that whenever I try, I know I can be doing better. But whenever I try and do that, I just am not successful. And it frustrates the daylights out of me why I'm not at the next plateau. So I said, okay, tell me about a particular time you were fussing about not doing better. He says, oh, I came home from uh, uh, work and I was sitting in the car before I went in the house. And I was just thinking, you know, what the hell's wrong with me? Why can't I get to the next plateau? I said, okay, in your mind's eye, go back to that moment, be in the car, looking at the dashboard, uh, the garage door. He says, okay, I'm doing it. Go back to that moment and hear whatever was going on, whatever your inner thoughts were. He says, okay, I'm doing it. When you do those two things, you get to re-experience what you were feeling. What were you feeling? And he goes, huh, that's weird. It's an uncomfortable feeling right here, and I'm feeling it now. Had I asked him, have you felt this feeling before, he would have gone, maybe, but using a tool from applied neuroscience, you can link the unconscious mind to that feeling. And as soon as I did that, it brought back a childhood memory. He says, oh my God, I'd forgotten this. I was eight or nine years old. We went out to a restaurant, uh, my family, and before the waitress came to take our order, dad turned to us kids, pointed at me and said, remember, don't order steak, we can't afford it. And in that moment, it created a belief around money and self-worth. And even with that limiting belief, he's the number one salesperson in his company. But anytime he thinks about doing better, that uncomfortable feeling comes up. So, you know, it's linked to that memory. We went and we changed that belief and he reported back, I'm not sure what the hell you did, but my passion, my drive, my conviction is off the charts. And he just went to the next plateau really easily. So we didn't teach him anything about selling or leadership. We just got him unstuck. And that's what we need to do. And imagine all the people, you know, that if they could get unstuck, they would be more powerful. And in this time of pandemic, people are working from home. People are second-guessing themselves. People are scared. If we could empower them with their mindset, it would just change things because if some people are thriving in this environment and some people are just being crushed. They may be still keeping their job, but emotionally, it's just awful, especially if you have kids at home and you need to homeschool them.
0: Well, exactly. And um, we talked a little bit in the preamble before we went on air about, you know, changing behavior, changing human behavior. And I imagine exactly, you know, well, I know that uh, lots of people I've been working with or associated with have struggled to make this change, particularly people who've been used to getting in the car, driving 100 miles, going to see a client, and now they're suddenly not doing all that. So is that something, is that a mindset thing as well, Umar, that they could really tackle in a, in a different way?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, What we need to do is, when we go out there in the world and buy anything, anything that you buy comes with the owner's manual. Even the most dumbest things, it's like, you know, hey, this is how you use it. Step one, two, three, and it's like, well, wow, thanks for nothing. But the most important thing in the entire universe is our mindset. And what we have are lots of motivational things. Like, did you know, Trevor, that you're made from stars and you can do anything? Like that kind of stuff helps. But give me something practical like I showed you on the self esteem exercise. They can just amp it up. Give me something practical that lets me let go of past failures. So I've got to help more people. I created this uh, app called Mindset Boosters. And it's got tracks in there, just like the one I guided you on on the self esteem exercise. So there's a track on there called Rebound because we're all going to have failures. And sometimes when we got a really big deal or a really big presentation and something goes wrong, it can crush us for an afternoon, a week or a quarter or a lifetime that it's an eight minute track. You listen to that and it's going to get you to just let go of the trauma, get back in the zone. So you're feeling unstoppable and move on. Or if you've got a little bit of anxiety, how to remove that right now. So it's got a bunch of tracks on there. And if the listeners go to my, uh, website and we're going to put the link in the show notes. It's mindsetboosters.com. There's a couple of tracks on there. They can just test drive. There's a new track every day. And it's an app that I wanted to make super inexpensive. It's like $12.99 a month. And it's designed to give you the help you need when you need it. You just have your phone with you and your spouse is just, uh, is in a mood and it's like, oh my God, I got to have this conversation with her. She's in a mood. So you, Go to the app, you go to Critical Conversations, and you can just basically be phenomenal and get her to see your way. So it basically gives you the help you need when you need it in the palm of your
0: hand. So it's like your own personal coach on standby, is it? Yeah, and
1: it's uh, not so much inspirational, but it teaches you, okay, do this five-step process, and you'll be able to have a conversation with anyone, no matter how uh, mean or rude or angry or whatever they are.
0: It's really interesting this email because I do quite a lot of work with people on uh, presentations. Oh, brilliant. The biggest challenge I find with people is not uh, actually doing the presentation. It's the 10 minutes or the five minutes before they do the presentation, because that's the point where they start to say, I can't do this. I'm really nervous. I don't want to do this. Um, and have, you got an app? Have, you, have you got one of those on your app? Because that'd be great oh, for a lot of people I know. <laughs>
1: I've got that. But here's a couple of, uh I want something funny and something actually really practical to help people with that. So Trevor, at the height of your powers, when you are the very best powerful human being is when you're scared shitless. Because what happens when we have fear coming up is that our reflexes are at the height. They're like Superman-like reflexes. Your ability to be strong and powerful is at the height. Your ability to withstand pain. So when fear comes up, it's evolution's way, biology's way of putting us at our very best selves. And what we've been trained to do from our teachers, our parents, our environment is when fear comes up, I need to shut down. At the very moment that our biology is making us the strongest, most powerful, amazing creatures. So dear listener, that when fear comes up, all you need to do is, this may not change instantly, but just know that that feeling is the feeling of your body getting ready to be at its height of its powers. So embrace it. Don't shy away from it. Uh, Here's the funny part. When you're about to do a presentation, what they say in America, which I think is misguided is, if you're feeling nervous, imagine the audience naked. Do not do that. (laughs) We're overweight. It'll traumatize you. It'll be another client for me. So that's probably okay. But there is an app for that. Before you go on stage, you listen to uh, a track on it and it makes you fearless on stage. And it allows you to, because ultimately when you're on stage, what you don't want to do is to connect to everyone. When you connect to everyone, you connect to no one. And what the app shows you how to do is to connect uh, with a few people in the audience, you can change who they are, and you connect from here to the heart of that lady sitting in the third row, two back, and then you have a conversation with her for a minute and a half, and then you go to the other side of the room, have a conversation with someone else. And when somebody showed me how to do that, it was like, that's the dumbest thing in the world. But when they asked the audience, how did it feel different? When Umar was presenting to everybody, what did that feel like? I was pretty awesome, by the way. But when I ignored everyone and I picked someone on this side of the audience and then somebody else on that side of the audience, they asked the entire audience, how did that feel? And everyone said, wow, I thought Umar was talking to me. Because when you connect with one person, you connect with everybody in that one-to-one connection as opposed to broadcasting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that's, uh, I I learned that with, uh, with podcasting to, you know, to talk to uh, the audience as though it's just one person in the audience. Absolutely. We've we've got our one listener out there, (laughs) hopefully (laughs) feeling really good about this. (laughs) Tell me, tell me, sorry, but just before we finish on the presentations thing, tell me how important uh, are clothes? Because the reason I ask is because when I work with presenters, I always say, to give yourself confidence, pick the clothes you feel most confident in to deliver this mm-hmm. presentation. Does it, I mean, is that, is that rubbish or does that play a part?
1: No, I think uh, it becomes a talisman uh, and talismans real or not, they work. So a pick the clothes that make you feel really comfortable. And two, of course, uh, you know, if there's a, a piece of music that just inspires you listening to that every time you go on stage will just get you in that same mindset zone going in. So if you want to be, we are the champions queen. If you (laughs) want to be, you know, um, too sexy for my clothes or whatever turns you on, use that. So use a couple of talismans, listen to music, wear your favorite clothes, wear ladies underwear, whatever it takes, go out there and make it happen.
0: That's, in, that's interesting about the music, isn't it? Because, you know, if you, I don't know whether you ever watch or into boxing or know anything about boxing, but when boxers come on, they've always got their big, powerful theme tune, haven't oh, they? Oh, yeah. That's all part of the psyching up, I suppose, isn't it? And preparing and I mean, um, getting yeah, ready I mean, to do this. Yeah.
1: You're in the, the British Isles right now. I mean, all those people, when they would go to war, they'd have battle drums and just get people psyched up and bagpipes. It's like, uh, it's ancient, it's primal. And I think if we can get that for ourselves, it puts us in in a powerful state. And that's ultimately what it's about is if you can control your mindset, however you do it, uh, it makes the world a difference.
0: Fantastic. Well, some really great stuff in there. So, Umar, just just tell us a little bit more about what people, you know, the one listener we're (laughs) talking to thinks, hey, it'd be great to work with Umar. So um, you've got your own podcast. You've got a couple of books out there as well, haven't you? So how do do people find out more about you and maybe, uh, you know, indulge more in what you're saying?
1: So mindset boosters is a.com uh, is a great place to go. We'll put it in the show notes Yep. on LinkedIn is really brilliant. And then my main website is no and uh, just reach out. So basically if you want to be awesomer uh, we've got many ways to help you do that. And ultimately, you know, if we can help you change a belief that's been holding you back, if you knew what the belief was, anybody could fix it. Oh, I got this belief somewhere along the way that I'm unlovable. That's dumb, but it sits in our unconscious and we're just aware of the anxiety of it and we're not sure why it's there. So if you're stuck, I'll help you get unstuck. And listening to podcasts like this, uh, you know, I may not be the messenger for you. The next guest that Trevor has on might be, oh my God, that is genius. So look for answers and you will find them.
0: And uh, if you could leave our listeners with one thing that they could, you know, when they finish listening to this podcast, they should go away and do, what would it be?
1: So I want you to make a list of 100, not one, 100. I don't care if it takes you uh, an hour to do or a week to do or a month to do. I want you to, to list in this fashion I am grateful for X because of Y. So for example, I could say I'm grateful for Trevor uh, and it's like, uh, so what? But if I want, I'm grateful for Trevor because he's a great host and allowed me to share my message, the juice is in the because. If you go, I'm grateful for my, let's say I have a daughter, uh, Sarah, you know, who cares? Even me, it's just more analytical. But if I go, I'm grateful for Sarah because she makes my life worth living. I mean, make a list of those. I'm grateful for X because of Y. And you'll always have that. And just going through the process, once you've got the 100 done, I want you to go to each one and just re-experience the feeling. So if it was being grateful for your daughter and how much she means to you, you get to re-experience that. If you're grateful for being on the show for Trevor, everyone's got a 100.
0: Great stuff, um, that's, that's really great. So I hope everybody listening to this is now going to go away and think, right, I can be more awesomer.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, thank you so much for having me on the show. Really loved it. And dear listeners, uh, there is a better you
0: within you. Go find it. Thanks, Umar. Great to see you. Thank you very much. Cheers. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed that episode with Umar Hamid. Some really great stuff in there. I hope you're going to go away from this episode and think, yes, I can be that A player. I can have that mindset that will move me up and I can do it consistently rather than just think about it occasionally and then other things get in the way and I lose that momentum. So this is episode 141 of the podcast. Now, coming up to celebrate the great guests I've had all year on this podcast, I'm doing a free webinar. It's at 4, no, it's not, 3.30 p.m. GMT. And it's on December, December the 16th, December the 16th. That's right. And I'll put a link in the show notes. And the podcast will, uh, the webinar will feature all the best bits from the podcast I've done this year. So I'm looking to take the top 10 tips from everybody who's been on the podcast. That means I can't cover everybody, but it'd be a great webinar to join. And you're very welcome to register. It's all free. It's my Christmas gift to you. So there's a link in the show notes. Or if you go to trevorleamedia.co.uk, you can find the link at the top of that page as well. And don't forget, if you need help planning your sales driver, your great presentations for 2021, then now's the time we should be having a conversation. Because now is the time for you to get your business, get yourself ahead of everybody else. Use that as a competitive advantage, a competitive differentiation, and I can help you achieve that. So get in touch. We can either work together for anything from 40 minutes on a coaching call a month, right up to two days a month for your business if you haven't got a commercial or a sales director. So, drop me a line, Trevor at treverleemedia.co.uk, or go to the website Lee Media. All the details are on there. So, I look forward to working with you, and I look forward to hearing about how you have created a positive mindset on the back of Umar's episode today. Thanks very much for listening. See you next week.